course, I've been dealing with a series of encouragement, and I just want to share this word called, I'm going through. Would you say that? I'm going through. I'm going through. Andrew Murray, the great South African 19th century preacher, was going through a personal trial. One morning while he was eating breakfast, his hostess told him that there was a woman downstairs that wanted to know if he had any advice for her because she too was going through a trial. Murray handed her a piece of paper he had been writing on and said, Give her this advice I'm writing down for myself. It may be that she might find it helpful. In time of trouble, he said, he wrote, in time of trouble, say, first, he brought me here. It is by his will I am in this straight place or confined place. In that I will rest. Next, he will keep me here in his will and give me grace in this trial to behave as his child. Then say, he will make the trial a blessing, teaching me lessons he intends me to learn, and working in me the grace he means to bestow. And last say, in his good time, he can bring me out again, how and when he knows. Therefore I say, I am here, one, by God's appointment, two, in his keeping, three, under his training, and four, for his time. CWC Life family and friends, God knows what you're going through. It didn't catch him by surprise. He is at work in what you're going through. And he is the one who will keep you and he will help you go through what you've been going through. Let me say that again. He will help you go through what you've been going through. There are several passages in the Bible that assure me that I'm going through what I've been going through. And I want to share them with you this morning in order that your faith may be edified and your hope may be reinforced. The first of which is found in Psalm 66 verse 12. The children of Israel testified here in Psalm 66 verse 12. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Did you get that? They said, we went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. I want to remind you today that you're going through, you're going through by God's grace what you're going through, but also what you're going through doesn't compare 
to where you're going to. Why do you say that, Pastor? Because what the Bible says here is that they went through fire and flood, but notice where God led them to. It says, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Again, what you're going through doesn't compare with what you're going to. Many times the devil gets us to become discouraged and despondent because of what we're going through. And our focus is just on what I'm going through at this moment. But we got to remember that the God that we serve, he's not just the author, he is the finisher of our faith. And in this process, He's taking us somewhere. He's setting us up for something. We're not stuck where we're at forever. God has a purpose and a plan. And all that we're going through is part of the process. And as we look to Him and lean on Him, we can be confident that what we're going through doesn't compare to what we're going to. And then God has promised us in Isaiah 43 and verse 2, He says, when you go through, say through, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. Notice, when you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Listen, church, we will not accept our present temporary situation as our future permanent situation. Let me say that again. We will not accept our present temporary situation as our future permanent situation. I want you today to boldly declare, I'm going to go through what I've been going through. You gotta say that in your spirit. You gotta say it to your circumstance. You gotta say it to your trial, your trouble and tribulation. I'm going to go through what I've been going through because natural circumstances may still remain unchanged, but between you and God, you are already through the situation. That's the promise of Isaiah 43 too. When you go through, when you walk through, did you catch it? You're going to go through the rivers of difficulty. You're going to walk through the fire of oppression. This is important because what the scripture is saying, whether it is rivers of difficulty or fires of oppression, you are covered by the presence of God who accompanies you. And because He is with you, the assurance is you will go through what you are currently going through in your life. It is not your permanent location. And it is not your permanent address. The situation and the challenge that you're dealing with now, it's not your permanent address. Tell the devil, you better go to my forwarding address. Because right now where I'm at is not my end. I'm not going to be stuck here forever. My God is going to get me through what I'm going through. Don't you dare Judge my future destination by my present location. Uh Uh-uh. Now note what the psalmist David penned in Psalm 23, verse 4. In the ESV, Psalm 23, verse 4. 
He said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I want you to notice, both in Isaiah 43, 2, it says, when you walk through the fire of oppression, and here in Psalm 23, 4, yet even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the process doesn't happen according to our timing. It's a walk. We walk by faith. It's a walk. It's a process. And it is important to keep that in mind because what we go through most times will not be hurriedly. It will be gradually. This is important because by nature we are impatient. How many of you going through the drive through if it's five minutes to, if it's five minutes till they get your order, that's five minutes too long. You were expecting to get your order done by the time you got to the window, right? You're already expecting, they do call it fast food, so you expect it to be in. And what happens if it's not ready? And if they tell you, could you go to number one or number two stall or number three to wait? Uh, or they go, you go, you go through and they say, we, we still got uh, about an eight minute wait for that order, that kind of item that you want for your food. What do you do? Do you go, oh, no worries. Most of us are like, then why do you guys say you're ready? Right? But this is why I'm saying that the reason I'm saying this is because when we are walking with the Lord, it's process. It's process that leads to progress. And the process is based on His timing. And not everything is going to be instantaneous. Most of what we experience of His working in our lives will be through a gradual process. It says here, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Let's break it down a little bit. Valley. What is a valley? It's a deep hollow between mountains. A low land flanked on both sides by high lands. It always has deep water streams and wells flowing through. Shepherds love valleys because of the green grass growing there that can be good food for their flocks. The fact that it is flanked by mountains on both sides shades it from direct sunlight covered by the shadow of the mountains. The height of the mountains could impose darkness on the valley at daytime, and the prevailing temperature would be very cool. As cool and good as the valley appears, it is also a place where terrible animals are found. Animals like bears, wolves, serpents, etc. Because they like the atmosphere of the valley. It could be in a valley that David fought with bears and lions. And he won because the Lord was with him. In the valley there could be thunderstorms and flood and rocks falling from the mountains 
as cool as the valley is, it could be very dangerous. And thus the psalmist writes, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. A person today could be passing through the valley of sickness, financial loss, frustration, marital turbulence and disgrace, dishonor. And the most dangerous one is the valley of the shadow of death. But note again what it is called, the valley of the shadow of death. A figure. What is a shadow? It is a figure produced from the blockage of light by another figure. It is not the real thing. It is a representation of it. The shadow of a dog cannot bite. The shadow of a serpent cannot inject you with its poison. The shadow of a gun cannot kill you. No matter how dark a shadow could be, it reminds one of the presence of light because it is when light is shielded that a shadow is produced. Thanks be to the Lord that even when I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm reminded that death cannot defeat me. Death cannot ultimately harm me because death in God's kingdom and because of what Jesus accomplished through his death, burial, and resurrection, death is but a shadow. It cannot ultimately defeat or harm me because it is just a shadow to me. It is not my ending. It is simply a beginning for the child of God. I want you to know that no matter what you're going through or what through right now. It's just a shadow. It cannot ultimately harm you or defeat you. Child of God, you have a God who with his rod and his staff, he provides protection and he provides direction and you are under his care. Woo. Say, I'm going through. In Psalm chapter 84 verses 5 through 7. Psalm 84, 5 through 7, another psalmist wrote these words, Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. Who's the blessed man? The man that is blessed is the man whose strength is in the Lord. If your strength is in the Lord, you're blessed. And what happens when your strength is in the Lord? It reads, as they pass through the valley of Baca or Baca, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from what? Strength to what? They go from strength to strength. Who goes from strength to strength? The one whose strength is in the Lord. If your strength is in the Lord, you're going to go through the valley of Baca. But you're going to go from strength to strength. 
even as you're going through this valley of Baca. And it goes, it says, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. The word pools, we'll see, has another significance. Each one appears before God in Zion. If you have a, 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 a Bible with a footnote next to Baca, the word Baca, or a study Bible with reference to Baca, you know that the word Baca, it is, it, it translates as weeping. Weeping. What does this mean? That even when your strength is in the Lord, child of God, you will go through times of weeping. There will be circumstances that will make you cry. There will be circumstances that will cause tears to well up in your eyes. We are not exempt from them. But here's the thing I want you to know. If your strength is in the Lord, you will go through a weeping season. But here is what I want you to capture. It is this, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The psalmist said that in Psalm 30 verse Verse 5, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes. In other words, there's going to be a shift. There's going to be a change. If your strength is in God, you will go through weeping, but you're not going to stay stuck there. Just keep your strength in God. And what's going to happen is, as you continue in your journey, leaning and looking to the Lord, finding strength in Him, what's going to happen in your valley of weeping? It says there that they pass through the valley of Baker are weeping and they make it a spring the rain also covers it with pools the word pools is also translated as blessings god is going to turn your place of weeping into a place of blessing how he's going to send rain rain is symbolic of the holy spirit through the prophet ezekiel god promised prophesied that he would send showers of blessing on the land of his people i want you to know this that you are possibly right now going through a dry season in your life but don't you give up don't you give in don't you throw in the towel keep on leaning and looking to the Lord be find strength in him and you will experience the rain of his spirit coming upon you and I love this because this word Baker also speaks of a time a type of balsam plant that can survive in dry conditions. Baker describes a balsam plant that can survive in dry conditions. Say it with me. I'm a survivor. Yeah, you are, child of God. You're a survivor. I'm a survivor. Yeah. Why? Because my strength is in the Lord. I'm equipped through strength in Him to go through dry and difficult times. And the, here's the thing, that when I'm, my strength is in Him, I go from strength to strength. In other words, what I go through causes my strength to be reinforced and even increased. Wow. Here is a prophetic word from the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah 40, verse 4, the first part says, Every valley, say every, every valley shall be exalted. Woo, do you get it? This is a prophetic word from God. Every valley shall be exalted. What is God saying? Every low point in your life. 
I will transform it into a high point. Your low moments, if you look to me, I will make them high moments in your journey with me. Your low moments will not be the end of you. They will be the increase of you. Your low moments will not be an area in your life in which you're going to look back and say that had no benefit. No, they will be the most profitable moments in your life because it's in your low moments when God reveals that he is the one that can take you from being low to being lifted high. He can take you from the pit to the path. He can take you from the slimy pit to setting you upon a high rock of security and refuge. I want you to know today that if you're going through a low moment in your life, this is the moment to look and lean on the Lord more than ever. Because the Lord is saying to you, my child, I'm going to exalt your valley experience. I'm going to make it a high moment, a high point in your journey. You are not going through what you're going through without purpose. There's going to be profit and benefit that's going to come out of this low moment that you're going through. I'm going to exalt. I'm going to lift up. I'm going to elevate you in this process. As you find your strength in me, you're going to go from strength to strength. You're going to experience increase. You're going to experience power being elevated and, 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 and you're going to experience an energy that you didn't have before through me. Woo! I love the old story or the story of old man John. I've told it several times, but I love it because it fits the story of old man John. During a Sunday school class, the question was asked, in your time of discouragement, what is your favorite scripture? A young man said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want Psalm 23, 1. A middle-aged woman said, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Psalm 46, 1. Another woman said, In this world you shall have trouble or tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. The old Mr. John, who was 80 years old, with head of white hair and dark black skin, stood up and said, with as much strength as he could muster, it says, and it came to pass 85 times in the Bible. The class started to laugh a little, thinking that old Mr. John's lack of memory was getting the best of him. When the snickering stopped, he said, At 30, I lost my job with six hungry mouths and a wife to feed. I didn't know how I would make it. At 40, my eldest son was killed overseas in the war. It knocked me down. At 50, my house was burned to the ground. Nothing was saved out of the house. At 60, my wife of 40 years got cancer. It slowly ate away at her. We cried together many a night on our knees in prayer. At 65, she died. I still miss her today. He continued, The agony I went through in each of these situations was unbelievable. I wondered where was God. 
But each time I looked in the Bible, I saw one of those 85 verses that said, And it came to pass. I felt that God was telling me my pain and my circumstances were also going to pass. And that God would get me through it. CWC Life family and friends, I want to encourage you this morning by reminding you that seasons come and seasons go. But God remains on His throne and His Word will be fulfilled in whatever we are going through. Back in the day, There was a song that I really enjoyed listening to. It was titled, Through It All, by Andre Crouch. You can look it up on YouTube or even Apple Music. Through It All, by Andre Crouch. Listen to the lyrics. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There's been times I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to only make me strong. Then the chorus reads, through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon His Word. The next verse of this song says, I've been to a lot of places. I've seen a lot of faces. There have been times I felt so all alone. But in my lonely hours, Jesus lets me know that I was his own. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all. I've learned to depend upon His Word. And I love this third verse of the song. I thank God for the mountains. And I thank Him for the valleys. I thank Him for the storms He brought me through. For if I've never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. CWC Life family and friends, what you're going through doesn't compare with what you're going to. So with this understanding, I want you to boldly declare, I'm going to go through what I've been going through. I'm going to go through what I've been going through. You are. Because God is faithful. He's with you. You're not going to walk by yourself through it. He's walking right with you. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. What you're going through is for your benefit. It is profitable. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence here. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. And Heavenly Father, I just pray right now. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. I pray for those that are going through a tough time right now. 
Oh God, strengthen them and may they look and lean on you so that, Father, they can go from strength to strength through you. And I pray, God, that they would know in their heart of hearts by the witness of your Spirit they are going to go through what they've been going through because you're with them. And as they look and lean on you, something beneficial and profitable is coming about through this season of their lives, Lord. I thank you, Master of Breakthroughs, that you're at work mightily. And we can boldly say, I'm going through. I'm going through what I've been going through. I'm going to go through it. Holy Spirit, come alongside right now. Strengthen, strengthen, strengthen. Come alongside right now. Strengthen, strengthen. Yeah, receive where you're at right now. Here in this building, as well as those of you on live stream, receive right now. Receive from the hand of God. He's pouring out right now as you're opening up to receive, I believe. And as this song is sung, I just want you to let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Let Him do it now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord.